0: Good morning, Anchors. It is Monday, September 19, 2022. A great day for our future. We have 2,993 days left until Thanksgiving Day 2030. Here's today's questions from our anonymous confessional from buymeacoffee.com slash worldpeace. Free! Remember, this is entertainment. I am a real minister ordained by the Immaculate Church of the Internet. This way we can be the world's most functional safe space. If you download the Anchor app, you can leave us voicemails. We'll play on our show. Anchor gives you tools to make a podcast of your own, and with World Peace free, we can make it easy for all to be neighborly. Help us stay ad-free with just $3 virtual coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash worldpeace free. You can even message our show anonymously. Just make sure you click the button for privacy. Question number one. Dear Time Traveling Minister, I noticed something going on with your Instagram. Are you really, finally, ready to go out there with your message, sincerely, excited? I feel I answered a variation of this question already. But I guess that's time travel for you. Long story short, it took a while because I noticed, at the rate I was going, my family get togethers were going to get awkward as hell. It took me two years to find a question we all can unite on, a question we could ask for centuries while bringing together our divided sides. And in perfect timing, we found it. What should we normalize for the kids of our kids? So, yeah. I'm happy to announce that you will see me live stream on YouTube every Tuesday and live streaming in real life for charity on Instagram, asking the internet our favorite question. We'll be asking this until Thanksgiving Day 2030, the last day of our social experiment. I'll be streaming more soon. I'm still getting used to technology and this new culture that came along with it. Question number two, dear Eric, what do you think about the homeless situation in Los Angeles? As Bill Burr points out, the bums, the bums seem, to seem a little different from the bums I knew back in the day. These ones seem a little off and yelly. And this is me speaking now, and his joke makes me wonder if we normalize mental illness. Because if you ask people, they will remember billboards about mental health with a government hotline. As if we were normalizing the idea of people calling up the government and telling them their feelings. You'd think we'd be in a better place by now. Question number 3. What were you like dating then and now? Then and now. I'm a time traveler. That question is unanswerable. Tomorrow's question. Dear time traveling minister, what qualifies what qualities do you think we'll need in the next president? Of course. Tomorrow's episode, of course, tomorrow's episode is always available for our community on wpff.locals.com. You could experience the be- the podcast best there, Spotify or Anchor. But only locals could break space time with us. Let's do the YouTube intro. Welcome to World Peace, free, everyone's favorite audience-generated museum of events until 2030. I'm your time-traveling host and you're in the future, so if you haven't yet, please subscribe so we can be the biggest YouTube channel not part of the ad money program. Today is Mighty Mentality Monday, content sent by our audience to get your mind ready for the week. I'm not here to judge, just here to listen and give honest opinions. Clip number one. Kobe Bryant gives his advice on mindset and mentality. Dear Time Traveling Minister, I gotta put a Kobe clip. If Monday is all about mighty mentality, dude, I hope you can keep this up. Imagine the irony of having this segment and you giving up. Sincerely, Flock of Seabros. Thanks a lot for the words of encouragement, man. Let's check out this clip.
1: You really want me on the team. What's your approach to recruit me? You want
2: first place, come play with me. You want second place, go somewhere else. Like, I I would watch Magic play. I'd watch Michael play. And I would see them do these unbelievable things. And I'd say, you know, can I get to that level? I don't know, but let's find out.
1: That's why he's the best player in the game.
2: Everything was done to try to learn how to become a better basketball player. Everything, everything. And so, when you have that point of view, then literally the world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft.
1: So, because you know what you want, the world's giving you exactly the information you 100%, need to become better at it because you know what you're looking for. So many guys tell stories about your work ethic. Yeah. What was really your work ethic like, and for how long did you stay disciplined? Um, well, I mean.
2: I mean, every day. I mean, since, you know, 20 years. I mean, it was an everyday process in trying to figure out strengths and weaknesses. For example, jumping ability. Man, my vertical was a 40. wasn't a 46 or a mm-hmm. 40, 45. Uh, my hands are big, but they're not massive, right? So you got to figure out ways to strengthen them so your hands are strong enough to be able to palm a ball and do the things that you need to do. Uh, quickness. I was quick, but not insanely quick. I was fast, but not ridiculously fast, right? So I had to rely on skill a lot more, I had to rely on angles a lot more, I had to study the game a lot more, and, uh, but I enjoyed it though. So like from the time I was, I can remember when I started watching the game, I studied the game mm-hmm. and it just never changed. It's a good separation for me, you know, emotionally, to be able to put myself in a place where at practice or when I'm training or during games, I switch my mind to something else switch my mode into something else, right? For me, it's the equivalent of Maximus, Desmus, Meridius, and Gladiator picking up the dirt, smelling the dirt, it's go time, right? So that was my mental switch. It was like an actor getting ready for a film. You gotta put yourself in that cage. When you're in that cage, you are that character. And then when you leave there, it's something completely different. But when I'm in that cage, bro, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone.
1: How did you get mentally and emotionally so strong where it doesn't bother you? Well,
2: you know, it's you got to look at the reality of the situation. You know, like for me, it's not, you know, you kind of got to get over yourself. It's not about you, man. Like, okay, you feel embarrassed. You're not that important. Like,
1: (laughs) get over yourself. That's where you go. Get over
2: yourself. Right, like you're worried about how people may perceive you and like you're walking around and it's embarrassing because you shot five air balls, get over yourself, right? And then after that, it's okay, well why did those air balls happen? Got it. High school, year before, we played 35 games, max, right? Week in between, spaced out, plenty of time to rest. In the NBA, it's back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I didn't have the legs. So you look at the shot, every shot was online. Every shot was on line, but every shot was short, right? I got to get stronger. I got to train differently. The weight training program that I'm doing, I got to tailor it for an 82-game season mm-hmm. so that when the playoffs come around, my legs are stronger and that ball gets there. So I look at it with rationale and say, okay, well, the reason why I shot air balls is because my legs aren't there. I
1: got well, next year they'll be there. That was it. Done. Done. Were there some names that you looked at and says, these three guys are as crazy as I am?
2: I do, I, I, at the time I deal with what I've referred to as Goat Mountain. I went to Goat Mountain and I talked to Magic, Michael, Bird, Keem Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Bill Russell. You know. So I would talk to them. What did you do? What were your experiences? Michael in particular, he's become my big brother. He's been my big brother since I first came in the league. And what was that process like? So I went to them and started understanding the ins and outs of the game and you know, how they approach things and their level of detail and obsessiveness. And, um, and that's what I did. The players that had that passion, but weren't willing to commit their entire lives to doing that right it's a choice right you have other things you have family you have all these other things that you have to do the game can't really be your number one priority and so i was just looking at that like man I'm, this is going to be
1: fun if, if i'm buddies with you from high school if i'm a cousin of yours what happened to our relationship how, how did that gravitate when you went into the league and you're you're determined to become the greatest, or you're determined to become one of the greatest. What happens to our relationship? Oh, well, it suffers. It does suffer. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, you understood that. You oh, were okay oh, yeah. with that.
2: Well, oh, yeah. And, and the people that love you, like friends and family, like they know that about you. Got it. So they let you be you, and when you reconvene, you know, you pick back up where you left off. Mm-hmm. But make no mistake about it, everything in between is lost, right? So those long-term relationships, the commitment of time of uh, you know, uh, taking vacations. Like, I see a lot of players take vacations with other players that are close friends. And, oh, just take vacations, just to take vacations, or just hang out, just to hang out. Like, I, I, I'm not, I never did that.
1: Why, was why not? Why, why, why didn't you do that? Would well, be?
2: because when I retire, I didn't want to have to say, I wish I would have done more. I don't want that. You know? Oh my God. You know, you got a lot of people playing their hard-earned money to come watch you perform. 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 It's your job to be in shape. It's your job to be strong enough to perform at that level every single night. And as a competitor, I'm not, I'm not ducking Like, it's not, oh my God, my back hurts. I'm sore. We got to play Vince Carter and Toronto Raptors tonight. We actually had this happen. We had a game against Toronto in 2000, um, and Vince was tearing the league up. Um, My back was jacked, jacked. But like the perception of that, like what? Kobe's missing the game against Toronto and Vince Carter because my back was really spasming. But people would be like, what? Oh, he's ducking Vince. Excuse me? (laughs) No, I don't think so. So I would be in the layup line like, okay, there's a lot of days where, you know, you can rest and recover. Today ain't one of them. Your back can bother you any other day. That shit ain't bothering me today. we wow.
1: going, he going to have to see oh, man. me today. Yeah. Oh, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at a big investments you got to make, what is the decision making process there? Do you call, is there, first you do your own research, you take this much time, you call an advisor, is there a, is there a system you no, It's
2: pretty, pretty simple for me. It's, it's do you understand the business? Is it a business that you can help in some form or fashion? What are the barriers of entry to that business? And then the entrepreneurs themselves, the company itself, Do they have a culture that you believe is sustainable? Are these leaders people that you believe in? Are they people that are obsessives? And in turn, have they created a culture of
1: obsessiveness? So I tend to look at those four factors and that's it. That's big right there, by the way. I don't know if you guys caught that right there. That's pretty massive right there. Um, same determination, what's your current work schedule look like today? It's, it's, uh, it's different because I personally am
2: not writing every word of the novels. I am not animating the films. What I have to do now is make sure that the people that we bring in, these obsessives that we bring in, are challenging themselves to do the best job that they think they can do. That's what I'm there for, is for them to constantly look in the mirror and self-assess and challenge themselves. If we have a project and you're saying, okay, I can do that, that's not the project we want. The projects that say, I don't know if I can animate that. I don't know how to write that story. I don't know how to do that. Those are the things we want, because through that curiosity, you'll reach a level that you didn't think was possible. And so, running the studio, that's what I'm doing.
1: You're playing against the Golden State Warriors. Score is 107-109. You guys are close to getting into the playoffs. You know exactly what happens in the game. You go up. You're about to take your shot, and then all of a sudden, boom, Achilles happens, right? He went and hit the free throws, and then you walked off the stage. Yeah. And you got the surgery done. Right,
2: I went in the trainer's room, my kids are in there, and they're looking at you and stuff, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, you know, it's all right, dad's gonna be all right. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine, it'll be all right, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. As a parent, you gotta set the example. You gotta set the example this this is another obstacle this obstacle cannot define me it's not going to cripple me it's not going to be responsible for me stepping away for the game that i love i'm going to step away on my own terms and that's when the decision was made that you know what i'm doing it I'm doing it you're a freaking beast man. hey. hey.
0: The video is called The Mindset of a Winner, and this video ha- is by Motiversity in collaboration with, I believe, it's going to show up in a few seconds, Valuetainment with uh, Patrick Bett. He's a really good interviewer, and he got nuggets of gold in this mo- in this motivational video. 15, 000, 15 million views, guys, and this, this was, uh, this was uh, uh, published September 12, 2019. Unfortunately, yes, we all know what um, that he's not here on this planet anymore, which is really unfortunate because can you imagine all of the nuggets that he could have give, given the next generation of superstars? And that's the th- that's the reason why we do what we're doing here. We don't know what our what tomorrow is going to be like, but at the very least we could share the best things we could uh, the best kind of advice for the kids of our kids immortalized forever using the internet and technology that we have today. I, do, oh man, like there, there's so much I could talk about right now. I, I mean, this is how much I got. And usually I don't, I usually just, you just watch and, and, uh, and like you get caffeinated. But like this one, you kind of like felt like you had to write this down. For example, when he, when he said in the beginning, when you know what you're looking for, the world becomes your library. That makes so much sense because so how many, uh, I, I'm one of those folks, I remember being purposeful, purposeful purpose-less, purpose-less. I remember feel, knowing what that feels like, and that was in my 20s. This guy, I, we watched him go from high school right into the Lakers and then just dominate all the way through. It's so amazing that, uh, that, we, that we were in the same world together, like in the same planet together for, one, for that moment. And we could watch that the way how he watched his Legends before that. But the, the difference is he went to Goat Mountain, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time mountain. Talked to Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, and he got tips from the Masters. And what, he, what did he say? He noticed that I, – I don't know if he could, if I could say this. I don't know if he, I took it out of context. I hope I didn't take it out of context. But he was implying that he was going to make basketball his number one priority. Some folks will say uh, – because, like, back in the day, it wasn't – it really wasn't uh, as big as it was. I think the only reason why it got really huge was because of Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. And then Space Jam came along after he uh, he retired – a really fun, uh, we had a really fun childhood without the internet, but I digress, and he, not only that, he gave advice, not, not just about basketball, but also entrepreneurship, you need to find a culture of folks that are, that are, um, that are sustainable, and obsessed, that's how you know whether or not you should be working with the people that you're working with, gosh, I am, uh, there's nothing else I could say, mindset of a warrior, He even talks, uh, not not a winner, uh, not a warrior, a winner. And the thing is, he is an example of a a visible winner. We know that he played through all those injuries. And how many times do we make excuses for ourselves? Eh, It's not to disparage you folks that like, uh, because I'm one of the, I'm one of the, but does that mean I have to change? I guess we all have to answer that question. Some we have to come across that question some someday. But that's all for today. Remember, soon I'll be live on YouTube asking what should we normalize every Tuesday 8 p.m. Pacific time. Then every Thursday, uh, uh, every third Sunday of the month, we'll live stream for charity all day on Instagram, asking people on the street the same thing while talking with you in the chat room. This month's nonprofit is the ALS Foundation, with a video with uh, with a video from one of our listeners explaining why soon. Be antsy creepy, my friends. Remember, you are loved, missed, and thought about every day. Have fun and be neighborly, y'all. Take care. Let's turn this one off first. I always mess that one up.